You are now listening to a Rabble Press podcast. I didn't expect some kind of cinematic inquisition. Nobody expects a cinematic inquisition. Welcome, everybody, to the Cinematic Inquisition. My name is Tyler Hoskin. Joining me tonight, Mark Bunn. Hey, hey, hey. And Lindsay Shrapko. Hello. Hello. It's, it's just it. That's all. It's all three of us. That's it. Nobody, it's, nobody it's, else. No. No. We don't need anybody else. That'd be, that'd be too easy. No. No. Absolutely. We actually do our homework. Um, well, <laughs> see, do we, though? Because we did really, really poorly in the box office challenge. Like, really poorly. You know. It was not to do research, though, so that's not our fault. Well, I should have known better. And you know what? As I said, five, not even five minutes after we ended, I went on and went, oh, fuck. We yeah. done fucked up. We done, hard. We, we done fucked up. Well, when I said hard. you guys went high, I was right when you guys went too high. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, but again, yeah. my logic was every sort of quote-unquote blockbuster hits between the $65, 75000000 million range. I thought that... It would no, all kinds are wrong, 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 wrong. All, all kinds. And it are doesn't. Wrong. I mean, I'm sure the leak, the early leak, didn't help, and I'm sure the releasing on HBO the day before didn't help. But yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> we'll get into it for sure. We will. Well, worldwide, Dune has made two hundred twenty-one point six million dollars. It's always what happens. It's always what happens. International. I'm sure worldwide they don't have HBO Max in some countries. That's probably why. <laughs> we don't. Including here. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> but there we are ways like, here. Yeah, but we have like HBO Max Lite. Like um, if HBO Canada deems it worthy enough. And so far, I think it's just been like Wonder Woman and the Zack Snyder cut. I don't know. And like um, only for like a they week will, too, right? Yeah, yeah, they will release it on Crave, uh, but other than that, we're pretty much left in the dark. Go to the theater. Pretty much. Anyway, um, okay, so, so top five this week. I'm not even going to reread our our guesses because that is just embarrassing. If if you want to see them, I post <laughs> the clothes we have, the price is right. Like even, horn, bad horn rock. Here's the thing. Even Dante, who came in late... Yeah, yeah, was still fifteen million dollars off. Yeah, I definitely need to get our soundboard back and make some noises happen. I'm here. sure there's some buttons there's there's there in Chris's, yeah. And that's it. I'm looking at a bunch of flashing lights, flashing buttons, green, red, yellow, black, blue. And I don't know. Just, I no, no. Could you imagine? No. Oh my god! The whole house explodes. It would. Uh, okay, it so would. number five was Ron's Gone Wrong with $7.3 million. Number four, Venom, $9.3 million. Number three, No Time to Die, $12.2 million. Number two, Halloween Kills with $14.5 million, which is a drop of 70%. Good. Right, but... I know, I know we both hate it, but it will get a Halloween bump. Oh, for sure. And number one, Dune, 
$41 million. Dune. 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 Okay. <laughs> so nobody won. Nobody won. Oh. Um, if you really care about what we picked, uh, either you can do one of two things. You can go to our Just Instagram ignore it. And check out our Instagram. Uh, or go to last week's podcast and listen to it. I suggest number two. And both. Yeah, both works for sure. Like us on the Instagram. It's a cine inquisition because cinematic inquisition is too long. What? Really? Wait, so when you say cine, is like C-I-N-N-Y? C-I-N-E. Inquisition. Oh, yeah, okay. Inquisition. Where are you, Mark? <laughs> I obviously don't follow the Cinematic Inquisition get, get Instagram because uh, I thought it was under Cinematic Inquisition. What? What are this? What is this social media thing you speak of? Social? <laughs> what now? Social? Uh, social? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so this TikToks. week, the TikToks. Uh, this week, oh, the, the the wide release movies for this weekend are Last Night in Soho and Antlers. Does uh, Last Night in Soho have a theater count yet? Uh, does it have a theater count yet? That's an excellent question. We're doing no research on this. Come on. Well, I think okay, yeah. fine. Uh, Although... <laughs> I mean, if it's only being released in 1,500 theaters, I have to temper my expectation accordingly. If it's 4,300... I feel like they had uh, more details in the the old box office mojo. Oh, everything's behind a paywall. Is it really now? Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It makes things... Yeah, that, that happened before... The pandemic too. Really? It they made it incredibly hard for me to play my. Why uh, the numbers? That was the other one I was gonna. Usually they don't put the theater counts till Thursday evening though. So we're we're yeah. <laughs> we are too. Although I wonder if. No, on, yeah. Hang on. Can. Website's old. It's, it's not not uh, nice for the big screens. Okay. Uh, well, okay. Mm. I forgot about the numbers. Yeah, I still. I again. I I'm trying to do a spreadsheet version of FML. The last few weeks, I kind of got checked out. Back, not feeling well. Headache. Just a. There are uh, two other movies that the number has, the numbers have that are coming out wide release. Uh, a mouthful of air. Not a clue. Never heard of that one. And uh, My Hero Academia, World Heroes. Yeah, that's gonna be niche for sure. But I, I do now that you've said it, I do know that. All right. Well, the, with that being said, so there's those four movies coming out, wide release at least. There's a whole whack load of limited release ones. Um, what do you think is going to be number one this week? I am not jumping the gun this time. No. No. 
Discord open. Why not? Because I am not doing it this time. Uh, and keep in mind that there are all those other movies. You got Dune, we got Halloween Kills, we got No Time to Die, Venom. All that, oh, yeah. All that stuff is still out there. So uh, with that said... Are are we ready? Mm-hmm. I am ready. All right. One, two, three, and go. Oh, I put in the wrong chat. God damn it. God damn it, Bun. Well, at least it's time stamped. That it is, is true. Time stamped. That's fine. It's it's all good. Uh all right. So I I'm I'm taking the, the gamble on Halloween Kills gets an actual bump and kicks Dune out of its spot, but who knows? I don't think it's a bump. I think the decrease is, is not as sharp. Yes. But it'll still decrease. Fair enough. Yes. Uh, the other two, Lindsay and Mark, are going with Dune. Lindsay's going 14.2. Mark is going 23.1, and my number is 20.153. We'll see what happens. It's yeah, a completely different movie anyway, so it don't matter. Well, it does. I still have to get the number right. Yeah, that's true. We we've proved that this That's, week. It's half the game. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so um, we're we're talking about Dune this week, and the the face I'm getting here is hilarious. Thoughts go. Let's uh, let's hear it. Yeah, let's hear Lindsay's unpopular thought. I want to hear this. Um. I wish I could get my time back. <laughs> and and by that, I mean, it felt like 10 hours. Oh, it felt very long. Yes. Um, there was, I, it was funny because I was saying to Chris, there's a couple things. One, it felt very self-serving. Uh, so Dennis Villeneuve, you know, he, he it, everything was for almost like him and him alone. Um, I felt at times I was watching a making of because I was so removed from the film itself that it's like, oh, and this is where the model is. And this is how we made this happen. And this is how this happened. Why did it take them 20 goddamn minutes to walk 20 feet? Like, really? Was it that windy? Was it really that windy? I mean, it was windy. But, you know, again, in my head, the narrator's like, and over here, you will find the turbines. <laughs> um, a lot of it, I, I like, it, it was like a wakeful sleep. I honestly, I, you could ask me a question from 30 seconds ago about what happened in the movie. And I'm like, that happened. Like, I, it was so hard to maintain my focus. However, there was one scene that it, it wasn't really funny, <laughs> but I couldn't help but laugh out loud because while it was going on, this is what I was hearing. Uh, I don't hear anything. I, I don't hear anything. Hold on. Let me see if can you hear it. Your mic's gone all weird now. Oh, hold on. Hold on. How do I get this to play? <laughs> I need to figure it out. Because I have to do this. Just put the phone up to your microphone on the side of your I head. I did. Oh, no. It's it's not on this. It's on this thing. 
How come we're not picking it up? I don't know. I think it's, I don't know, it's sensitive? Well, then put it like right up against the mic. Hang on. I don't know how. I did put it up against the mic. I swear to God. Turn it up. Hang on. Let me see if I. Okay. So there's that. I'll turn it up all the way. All the way. No, you're nothing. No, nothing. No. No, nothing. Weird. It's weird. When you have that on, your voice gets all weird, too. See? I don't know. See, and I wish I knew this setup better. So, we all have iPhones, right? Yeah. All right. Because as soon as you see this pop up, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. Where are you putting this? Are you putting this in the Discord? Or are you putting yeah, this in- I might as well put it in the Discord. Hang on. I mean, I, because I this is all I... Yeah. So <laughs> the the entire scene. No. No, that's, but fast yeah. forward it. It's the that's what I heard. Oh. <laughs> that's all I heard. Is that all you saw too? <laughs> That's all I saw. That's all I heard. All of a sudden, a Porsche came out in the desert, <laughs> and I was going way too fast. Like, it yeah. ruined it. That is all I could think of for that entire scene. And then, you know, Chris had to explain to me there was something called House Harkonnen. I'm like, oh, that was a thing? I must have missed that. He's like, you did watch the first 20 minutes. I'm like, yeah. You know, yeah. and then I I understand the whole concept of their shielding that, you know, if it if it was pew pewed, it would like nuclear explosion. I had to have that explained to me um, because the whole sword fighting in this futuristic world was just like, really? Yeah, it was. A, yeah, really. Um, and again, Jason Momoa being all like, "Oh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stop them." He dies for literally nothing because really the door was there, and yes, they had a laser cutter, but he could have made it out with them. Oh, for sure. Um, I was really worried, uh, like two thirds of the way into the film, that someone would ride a worm. Um, I was glad it didn't happen, and then the ending happened, and I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I was gonna say, "Wait for um, the second one." Oh yeah, that's <laughs> uh, the worm riding. It, it, I, I just, I don't understand. Like the whole oil bath healing scene was just awkward and weird. I mean, I understand there's content in there, but everything else makes it so distracting. Um, a waste of ninety percent of the cast that didn't make it. Um, it, there was just so much. I, I I like the the one part where uh T- Timothy Chalamet he has the hand in the box and it's supposed to hurt really really very badly. I could hear the director saying no, show more. And then his face would show a little bit emote a little more and then I could hear in the back of my head the director going no more and it seemed so forced. Everything about it seemed forced and fake 
And again, I really don't know what happened. I, I spent two hours and 35 minutes of my life not knowing what the fuck was going on. Spices. It, it does like spaceship stuff. That's about all I got out of it. Yeah. It allows for space travel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I, everything else about it was just so. Eh. And again, all the scenes and the, the music was so slow and depressing. I think that's part of the reason the pace of the movie felt awful. And why are we still using like 20 whatever's inception blowhorns in any movie? We don't need that anymore. It's 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 done. Get over it. Make up your own shtick. Christopher Nolan has that locked away in a fucking box. Locked away in a box. Sorry. It's what I I was again just I can say I never read the book and I am unsure if I ever saw the original Dune. This does not make me want to continue. And again, maybe that's an unpopular opinion, but I was just so bored. I would imagine it's a common opinion from those who haven't read the book. And that's what I've heard. I've yeah. heard if you've read the book. And you know what? It's funny because my dad watched it. Mm -hmm. And my dad obviously read the book when it came out because, you know, he's a billion years old. And I asked him how he thought the movie was. And he's like, that oh, was pretty good. I'm like, mm -hmm. what? So apparently. In terms, of, in terms of adaptation, it is really good. Apparently. That's so, oh, the book is just a. And I, right. But if you've read the book, mm -hmm. you have a basic understanding of what's going on. And that helps. This two hours. A filler, really. And I mean, like Zendaya, I want to like her as an actress, but I got nothing out of this movie because it was all slow motion flashbacks. Like if we got wow. rid of the slow-mo, it would forward. cut out or flash forward, whatever. <laughs> Dreamlike sequences. And it was just so gratuitous. You know, all those sequences were just like, Oh my God! I'm watching Zack Snyder's cut of this scene. Like, just stop. But, but that's the whole thing with Paul is that his power is all about these visions. That's why you have these sequences. I, and her character I, doesn't really get into it till later on in the story, which is why you don't watch her. That this is the problem I have. You have marketed a movie with all of these actors and actresses, and. They all die within the first X amount or the total screen time is like 23 minutes. Why? Like you, you've wait, wait, me you, in. You think Josh Brolin's dead? Well, Ed, I don't know, because, again, I haven't read the books. Well, see, if you read the book, then you know he's not dead because. And I haven't read the books. Yeah. Thanks for ruining it for me, Mark. <laughs> it's not a huge spoiler. Right. And anyway, it's not for 60 years. I know. I'm again. I authors that take that long to describe, like American Psycho, is a perfect example. It was a hard read, and part of it is because ten pages were dedicated just to toiletry. I can see this book having fifty pages dedicated to the texture and the color 
and yeah. the the shape of sand. The, the I original just, the original movie, which I watched oh, this morning, I, I I have not read the books either, and I hadn't watched the 1984 adaptation of the movie. Uh, the first 15 to 20 minutes are literally backstory. I've seen clips of this. It's the princess who doesn't even show up in the book till like way later on in the story, narrating, giving exposition. Yeah, like it's it's complete backstory narration on the entire like why the emperor is doing what emperor he's doing. and how like, houses and, yeah, and in, yeah in this one you don't there's none of you that. know nothing you know there's nothing. very little to go on yeah there's and that's it there's very very little to go on and when you make it so easy to check out <laughs> you are going to miss a lot oh yeah. And that's my that was one of my main things. As I said, the super trooper scene, I was like, oh, you know, um, but again, a lot of it was. And again, I just felt like I was watching a making of even when they were going into the ships, the little dragonfly ships. As they were walking into it, I just felt like I was on a set when they got into it and they were seated. I felt like I was on a set, like everything felt so forced on me that I was just taken right out of it. And I was on a tour instead of watching a movie. I can say this about the pacing. Uh, this is no different than any of his other movies. I Blade and Runner 2049. Uh-huh. Sicario. And the Arrival. The Arrival. All and that's movies. it. Like the Arrival kept my attention more so because of the, the story rather than the telling of it. Um, Blade Runner for me was very hard. I I saw glimpses of good things, but overall, again, it was a struggle for me to get through because he is a very self-serving, self-gratifying director. And it's 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 tough to watch. So that's that's my piece on it, my unpopular opinion. Yeah, I can, and I can see how that it's the pacing is is weird. Um, I again, having not watched the first movie until this morning, and not having read the books, I I don't know what it was, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the story. I liked everything about it. To be totally honest with you, now if you're gonna compare this to the original one, the original one is just like fast breakneck speed because oh, it yeah. squeezes everything Literally into an half everything. hour. Like, there's there's one scene that happens and you're like, uh, wait, what? What? Who? How did? What? And a lot of inner thoughts being like spoken. It's very annoying. Yeah, and yeah, it was. At one point, I thought like there was my audio was off with the the actual video of the movie, and I was like, hey, what? What just happened? And. That's what, no, no, in, just in their head, right? The, yeah, it's just in their head, and it's all telepathic. But in the current one, it's like a kind of like a sign language that they do with each other, right? And it's subtitled. It's not so well, because like you can't that. read the Ben Jesuit language, right? And then in the yeah. in the original movie, there's there's a like a, another being for that. M- is a member of the guild. Am I right, Mark? Another. So like the lollipop guild. 
Well, I don't. There, there's some. There's something at the beginning of the original movie that basically tells the emperor to go kill Paul. Oh, that's a thing you don't ever see in the book. Like you don't actually see the character. I think that was created by Lynch for the film. Ah, okay. Yeah. Just so you know, yeah, it's, it's this weird looking creature too that yeah. comes out in like this little train. Yeah. Thing. It was so bizarre. But it gave it gave a lot of context to yeah. What was it, it was another exposition dump. Yeah, yeah. Again, like if you if you want to ex- understand the Dune movies or story without having to read the books, watch the first twenty minutes of the nineteen eighty four movie, and you'll probably be okay. You don't need to watch the whole thing; just the first twenty minutes, and you'll be fine. I was told that. Um... And this is even coming from people who read the books um, that it seems that it was always been better suited for, say, an HBO miniseries rather yeah. than right. a movie. And I'm um, kind of sucks. I think that that's not the route they wound up taking. But well, I mean, they did have that miniseries by the BBC, I think. <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, yeah. Let's not talk about that either. I mean, let's be real. The BBC's uh, BBC. yeah, the, the, the visual effects uh, production. BBC visual effects. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Those sets, man. I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> the cardboard sets and whatever they could find. I mean, we we get by in Doctor Who, but uh, for something like this, it doesn't. Uh, yeah. It well. Which is what I say about this film: the production value and the visual effects and the film milking process of it all is just an absolute technical marvel. For for the fact that most of it is on a desert island or desert planet, holy man, I was impressed. Not gonna lie. Again, and and my problem is is all I saw was a making of for it. Like every time they walked for an hour or twenty steps, it I I I just was so removed from the entire scene that I couldn't appreciate what was actually happening. I was more on the, you know, behind the camera look of how it happened rather than in it, like in the story. And why were they dragonflies? They don't, they do they? Uh, I have no idea why they were, what they were. Why they looked like dragon, they they looked like dragonflies, sounded like helicopters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, I was just. It hurt getting through that movie. I did, but it was painful for me to watch. And I, again, I'll say, if you've watched any of his other movies and you enjoyed his other movies, especially Blade Runner 2049, then this is no different and you'll enjoy this movie. But if you thought that was slow, then yeah, yeah. you're going to hate this movie. Yeah, it's it's definitely, again, definitely uh, liking or not liking his style of directing. Yeah. And his style of storytelling. It's like you with the the Coen brothers. You just can't stand Oh, I can't do it. I don't know what it is. Like, on paper, I should love it. And I don't know what it is about the Coen brothers. Can't can't do it. And it's like you with Chris, the exact opposite with the the Wes Anderson with I know, right? And this is why. (laughs) This is the thing that that is mind-blowing, is I love Wes Anderson. Can't get into the Coen brothers. 
Like, yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. They're very similar, those two. They are. There's a lot. Like, it It just doesn't... Again, and I mean, Denis Villeneuve, it's, it, a lot of his work is sci-fi. I should naturally just gravitate towards it and, and just be all in. And it's just not... It's it. I'm. I have a very, very tough time. And you know, he, he's sense? not the action sci-fi. He's like the slow, the slow play, and it's yeah. it's too slow <laughs> for some. I'm okay that, with it. Uh, there's a lot of desert shots that could have been cut, like that. That could have been at the very least, at the very most, a two-hour movie. If you just take out some of the gratuitous desert scenes, like those, like. The, the long pans and everything I'm else. I'm sure the director of photography is like, look at this shot I just made. Like, fucking amazing. Look how great this is. <laughs> it's all eye candy, man. It's all eye candy for these guys. Especially for the technical guys. They love that shit. But that's what I'm talking about. And that yeah. was my issue. Is it? It is appealing from a tech point of view. But yeah. that's all I got from it. Was that mm. tech point of view. Not the actual storytelling and everything else. Because that's what they're going for. Is they're going for Oscars? This is going to be like nominated for a couple of them. Ah, visually, fun pickings. Yeah. I I just I really do hope they make another one because I they will. Well, no, no, they don't have to. Um, it really all depends on their return on investment at the end of the day, right? You said so. Combined domestic and international, it was two hundred and twenty million. Well, I'm sure when Denis Villeneuve agreed to do this, he said this will have to be in two movies. If it's not going to be two movies, I don't want the job. Right, but the studio probably chimed back and said, if it doesn't make X amount of money, it ain't happening. Yeah, but who knows when this original contract was inked? You know, oh, a lot man. of stuff has probably happened. But that... if you look at the opening credits, it does say part Dune one. Part One. Right. I'm sure there, there's always a way to not get a part two. <laughs> I really, yeah, it's going to depend on how much. There's definitely like, a again, clause in the contract somewhere that a lawyer's for sure. Go, and oh. I, you know what? They probably will. And I mean, it'll probably get greenlit, and he'll probably still do it. But the um, sorry, I'm trying to think of the right word, but it would have to financially bomb and it hasn't financially bombed hasn't it though not with the worldwide numbers right but then you also have to take into consideration marketing and things like that like yeah. usually and you take into consideration the streaming numbers as well right the problem is is it would it was leaked four days early yeah i'm just trying to see if i can see if because the the budget according to Wikipedia work. was 165 million, and right. its current box office number is 221.6. Exactly. So you have to think that the budget with marketing, because you add about 50 million onto that. I was saying like, that's conservative. You might just add 100 million dollars to that. But that's what I mean. I mean, it's going to struggle. Um, will it get greenlit? Yes. Would the uh, creative direction of the movie be different? Probably. Like they may not allow him to do I got it. No. much no. of that self-serving bullshit that no. was in this first movie. He'll continue to do that. And the Sus will let him do that because he's done the Villeneuve. But again, if he's not making money, it doesn't matter who you are. I mean, again, 
it could wind up being he's just a really overrated director. Who knows? He's not. He's not. Well, that again, your opinion. <laughs> right Look now, at his body of work. I, yeah, like, and the only one I've film. liked, the only one I've liked is The Arrival, and that was more because of the story rather than the director. The rest of them... You don't like Sicario? Mm. <laughs> That's good. I mean, some people think Scorsese's an overrated director as well, but no. I also feel that way about Scorsese. So hey, there's that. His later stuff, absolutely. His era stuff is. Eh. I'd I'd throw like Coppola in there too, and oh Oliver Stone. Oh my God, what a terrible director! But again. I could, there, there's a lot, but. And then for some, like for you with Chris, he'll say Wes Anderson is a terrible director and you'll say, no, he's not. Oh, I, 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 I get that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what, it, that's, that's what movies are all about. It's art. So yeah. it's all somebody's opinion too. Right. So not everybody. Exactly. Is, people, people think like... Ben Affleck has a great English accent. Ooh. <laughs> some does. people. Apparently, they let him continue to try it. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Well. As I said, I knew mine would be a fairly unpopular opinion. I and I'm fine with that because, again, even though the the sci-fi aspect of it should really be my cup of tea, I have to cut out all the fluff to get to the core, and it's that's a lot of work. Well, I this, don't want to have to work. There's a lot of sci-fi and politics involved as well. Yeah, politics doesn't. No, unless we're talking the Federation, politics does not belong in sci-fi. <laughs> what about the Galactic Senate, man? Come on. There's it, always right, there. You go. There's always some kind of politics happening. Uh, I think if there was a little bit of backstory about the politics in the beginning, it would have been a little easier for. To watch, but I don't know. Nah, because then it'd be a three-hour film, because then you have to explain all that stuff. Yeah, but you I'd taken, rather you that be a three-hour film. The problem is, you, you, you have proof, and game that you can have a three-hour film that someone will sit through. You have to give it some substance. If you gave it that substance, the rest of it would have been a lot easier to swallow. But there is substance. You know that the Emperor no, purposely put House Atreides there, that House Harkonnen would have a civil war because the emperor felt threatened by House Atreides. And here's my problem. I have no idea where that was in the movie. Chris told me it happened, but yeah. that's my problem. I had already glazed over. Like, half the narrative is lost on me because I was checked out. Yeah, it was, it was me- very quick in the beginning, too. Like, it happened very quickly. Because you, you like just saw them leaving the planet and then had a, oh, the Emperor has taken these people away. Again, uh, out of that whole movie, the only thing that still sticks out is the Super Trooper scene. That's what I'm calling it. I'm calling it. That's exactly what I'm calling it. Oh, and at the end, there's like a knife fight and people die and a person dies and he sees a. Uh, the Zendaya chick. That that's Yeah, that that's that's the movie for me. 
Oscar. And yeah. why was Oscar Isaac naked? Like, I was really like, what point? <laughs> what point was there other than look at me in my beautiful naked glory? I can't for the ladies. No, I don't care. It made it. It was just so bad. It really it, didn't make it, any sense. It didn't need to be there. The big, it's was a Stellan Skarsgård. Is that who it is? Yeah, the Baron. Floating yeah. up. Yeah. Like, like just rising up. Why? Because I can rise up. Ooh, like it just so much, so much pointlessness. Oh man, you would have loved, loved the would have loved the Baron in the 1984 movie. He floated fucking everywhere. He was like a giant balloon. He just literally everywhere. So like Harry Potter's aunt. Yeah, but intentionally. I don't get that reference. You, I've sorry. never watched Harry Potter or read the books. What? Why is yeah. he here? What? Yeah. Okay. Oh wait, because we need three people at least. And I like good movies. How have you not watched the movies or read the books? I just had no interest in them. And I didn't have friends who were bombarding me to go see it. Except for you guys. But you guys never bombarded me for some reason. Well, no, because I don't do that. Yeah. Well. When did when did they come out? I, 2001. Because that would have been because Lord of the Rings and that were released at the same time, and when they realized Lord of the Rings was being released year after year, they were like, "Oh crap, we gotta start filming again and do exactly what Lord of the Rings was doing." But Lord of the Rings was all shot at once, so it made more sense for yeah, them to be able the to release it a year <laughs> over year over year. No one grew up. They had to go. They had to go back and start doing that so that way they aged appropriately and i mean even though richard harris did die and they switched him out it again i'm shocked that it's been 20 years and you haven't seen harry potter that should be your homework is watching harry potter no i'm good Like so how you have I find it, it this might be our goal. It, our goal is to get Mark to watch some Harry Potter movies and to get Trots to I'm watch just... a uh, Pixar movie. What? Yeah, I know, right? See, that's more absurd. I don't know. They're, uh, they're... Your your brother is the same age as Lexi ish and he's not Harry Potter it. either. But that's what I'm what, I'm so surprised. Yeah. And your sister like it doesn't make any sense sense to me like i'm truly baffled right now i know and how has trots not seen a single pixar movie like how do you avoid i don't know how you avoid quality filmmaking how did you avoid toy story when he was our age at that it came out when at that prime age thank you for including me in that i yeah i got you (laughs) because you know when when did toy story come out 96 95 i was not I was not priming the story. Yeah, 95. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, as a kid, like, like computer animated, like, film, like, wow, look at these graphics, right? I was 19. <laughs> <laughs> but I still watched it. Yeah. You know, I still watched it. I am shocked. 
shocked, I tell you. Mm-hmm. But see, I even watched A Bug's Life before that. No, Bug's Life came after that. Did it? I Toy thought Story. it came before Toy it. Toy Story is the first one. Yeah, Toy Story is the first one? 98. Yeah, Bug's Life was second. 98? Yeah. See, I still watched that, though. Mm-hmm. But I've, I, I, I can handle animation. I'm just shocked. Shocked. I am. I also learned that Mark hasn't watched certain Marvel movies. Again, kind of shocked. But it's all in phase one. It was like four of the six movies in phase one I didn't watch. Again, and I don't care for again. it. Like Iron Man 2 and 3, I don't care. It's I I, baffled. Uh, yeah, I mean, you... it wasn't a big, big thing at that point either, though. But it's a big thing, like, for the last three or four years. Yeah, but if you look back at those movies, like, did they introduce anything that I needed to watch to know that I didn't already know? Mm, No. Yeah, a little bit. Because John Favreau's excellent. I saw him him the first one. The first Iron Man. Did he do anything else? Yeah. Doesn't matter. He's great in Age of Ultron. He's great in Homecoming. John Favreau. That, that's the answer for everything. It's He's a John great director. Cavill. Come on. He's a great director. He didn't direct the uh, two or three. Doesn't matter. He started it. That's what he, I'm saying. He direct, and he's in it. He directed two. Did he direct two? I thought, no, Shane Black wrote it? I thought Shane Black did two. Uh, he did three. He did three. Ah, uh, I got confused. Yeah. Okay. I just sit here and shake my head. Just shake That's fine. Head. And from what I told, those movies sucked anyways. Yeah, they weren't the greatest. Two was better than three. Three was odd. I just don't like Pepper Potts. So. Is it Pepper Potts you don't like? Or is it... You know what? It's, it's funny because I was asked the exact same question. And I think I realized what the turning point was because I love the movie Sliding Doors. Love it. Okay. Is it Shakespeare in Love? And there's the turning point because she yeah. won an Oscar for that piss poor performance. That that movie won a ton of Oscars for a shit. I know. And this is my problem. And I think that was my turning point that I just, I would rather watch her mother act because right now I find her to be a much better actress than than her. And that turning point was Shakespeare in Love. So. Then it's all down Anyway. Pretty much. Uh, okay. Well, with uh, with all that, we've seemed to have gotten away from Dune anyway. Um, we, it was easy. See? We, yeah. We haven't picked a movie to watch for next week. Does anybody <laughs> have any suggestions as to what we could watch and discuss for next week? <laughs> Just their thinking music. I mean, I'm uh, going to go see Last Night in Soho, so I don't know what you guys are going to do. So you I guys don't go to the theater. That's the problem. I know. I'm still too much of a chicken. Chicken. Uh, I seriously, it's so weird. Like I, I just. I'm yeah. I'm just still too much of a chicken to go out. Terrible. Just terrible. Okay. What a. 
Oh. I, I know we, we threw uh, Gerard Butler's name out earlier today, uh, and he's in a new movie called Cop Shop. Uh, yeah, he is. Uh, I think it's on Amazon, I want to say. I think that's what it was. Uh, anyway, it's uh, we, some guy is uh, the hired hitmen's to take out a guy who has been arrested and craziness ensues in a local yeah, I saw the trailer for it. police station. Meh. Meh. Well, we can't watch all the good movies. Or just good movies, I should say. Honestly, we should probably pick a scary movie considering the season. Yeah, because... Well, won't it be November? Well, it'll be November November 1st 1st by the time we... Yeah, but I guess this is the last weekend week of October. So, scary movie is fine, I suppose. I... I, if that's the case, I would probably say um, I not the maybe Malignant. Movie. Ooh, yes. That is good. Alright. Because I, I, I do have to give it another go because my first opinion of it I think oh, will be different. Like it? It'll be different than my second opinion, I believe. Oh, really? We'll see how this goes because it's James Wan, right? Yeah. And the problem is, is I went into it expecting something and it wasn't. So I think I got a little turned around at the point of the movie. So I have to rewatch it. But we'll see. We'll All see right, if I. If, yeah. Malignant it is. Sweet. Uh, all right. With that said, uh, hopefully we somebody wins. Yeah. And, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, so, if you want to keep up with us, watch Malignant and go see. And we'll talk about it next Monday night. Okay. We'll see you next Thanks for listening to okay. the Cinematic Inquisition, and we'll catch you next time. You've been listening to a Rabble Press podcast. Visit rabblepress.com for more podcasts.